Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries. It's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. My guest today on In a Mississippi Minute, I have had the honor to get to know and watch him work. Uh, via my role as music and culture ambassador, spent some time uh, in the car with him, traveling Mississippi. What I've come to witness is he has a motor that won't stop. He really, truly cares and is dedicated to making sure that the millions of people who come visit our Mississippi every year leaves with incredible memories and wanting more. Please welcome my point guard and the director of Visit Mississippi, friends call him C-Ray, Craig Ray. Hey, Craig. Steve, thanks for having me, my friend. Hey, yeah. It's good to be live in the studio it's here in the Mississippi off. Minute. We are in a Mississippi Minute, and uh, you actually have a lot to do with the thought process of in a Mississippi Minute. You kept talking about um, something to do with the show or whatever, and it ended up being this. So in a roundabout way, since I've met you, there's been a lot of things that's, uh, that's happened. It's kind of cool, and I, I've enjoyed our friendship and getting to know you and watch how hard you work and appreciate our state like you do. And you're always on the go. You know, it makes me feel good that you care so much about what brings people into Mississippi. So, all right, so let's get to it. I want to back up a little bit. You you grew up, you went to prep? No, I did not. I moved to uh, Mississippi. I'm already striking out. (laughs) How come I thought? No, no, moved to Mississippi my my senior year in high school. And so we were looking at schools to attend for me my senior year. And and I wanted to play basketball at Jackson Prep. So I went to... uh, try out for the team and ended up practicing with the team my whole summer into my senior year and I really was looking forward to playing on the team and had made the team in the starting group starting five when it came time for uh, school to start that fall uh, there was a waiting list to get into the school and and I did not uh, get in from the waiting list so oh you uh, gotta be kidding so I felt like I was a part of the team and still friends to most of the guys to this day they had a great team and ended up going to uh, MRA my senior year Okay, uh, from so, a one year. So, did you get to play against them, or did you play ball? I sure Martin? did. And I played you... against both of them. Then uh, twice that year, and then uh, played with my friends in the All Star game at the end of the year. So it was pretty rewarding, right? It yeah. was. That's good. Sure was. Well, good. Well, good. You so you are. A, so it just shows you you're a transplant. Our kids, my, uh, you know, Gwen and our kids are transplants. They were born in Nashville, ten, thirteen, and fifteen. Moved them back. It wasn't their home, and although they came to visit. It still felt a little foreign to them until they moved here, and it, it's amazing how fast it seeped in. 
And with you, did you feel like you were at home when you moved here pretty quick? I mean, mean, you were a senior in high school. Can you remember that far back? It was definitely, uh, I wouldn't say a culture shock, but growing up in southern Illinois and and then moving to uh, the south my senior year. So my... And moving from a public school system my, my whole life to uh, going to private school here in Mississippi. And so my, my senior year was, um, I didn't feel like I was fully a Mississippian at that point. Right. really had a great year, great time, made some great friends. And I really enjoyed moving, once we were here, moving to the South. But then I went to Ole Miss. And I, I feel like once I went to Ole Miss and joined the fraternity and got really involved on campus and with our fraternity in school, th- then I really felt like I was to learn how to become a Southerner, and at that point, I really fell at home. It's amazing. You're on your own, and you depend on others more than you ever did. And I also think that that has a lot to do being in Mississippi. I feel like we're the most hospitable place in the world. It's an unusual bit of uh, happiness or joy that people greet you with uh, that is just genuine. And so that's what you're in charge of. You're in charge of getting people from all over the world to come here uh, and celebrate who we are as a culture, uh, our music, obviously, an art form of all kinds, uh, from Jim Henson to film to Morgan Freeman, the works, you know, the, it goes on and on. And uh, so you're so dedicated. So take me into the day in life of, uh, of, of you, a week, almost like a week in life, because you see your schedule, right? You kiss your baby girl, Emma Claire, and then you leave. Give me an average day. I'm not sure that there is an average day. All right. Well, uh, because every day. For me. Well, well, there's. Uh, I choose my schedule, and I and I make it uh, not just to my work. Uh, we have um, 85 employees at uh, Visit Mississippi at MDA, and so we have uh, half of those employees are at our 13 welcome centers around the state. So from and I just came today for, for this interview from our Mississippi Tourism Association, our private sector organization that that we support, and they they support our efforts. Uh, at Visit Mississippi, we meet twice a year at the Governor's Conference and also in the spring meeting. So this uh, this spring meeting was in Starkville. So I was with my group there. And then... Um, Is this, this something uh, I missed? Was I, did I miss that? I wasn't no, supposed to be. No. Okay, good. good. <laughs> and, and then... Going to get in trouble. We're talking to the director of Visit Mississippi, C. Ray, Craig Ray. Your job, the head guy of a record label... His job is to oversee all these people, and he's always got to go in and sort of be daddy. And he comes in when when a record is stalling or when things are tough. You know what I'm saying? And you remind me of that guy. He has to come in, and he has to be on at all times. So how do you get up? Easy for me to get up when it's time to get on stage. I'm tired sometimes before I get up there. And when I see these people and I, and, I, and I hear the guitars crank, I'm alive, no matter how tired I am. And then it's hard to get to sleep, you know. So I just come, come to life. I get a sense that you're sort of the same way. I've watched you sort of, you're, you're methodical. You're calmer than I am, which is why I call you the point guard. <laughs> I'm the guy that shot all the time and was just a mess, you know. So, uh, but you're the guy that runs the show. How do you keep up? And able to go, go, go. Because when I say I see somebody go, 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 nobody goes more than you. I mean, you're truly on the road. So how do you, how do you balance? If you look at our, our agency, MDA and Visit Mississippi, and, and what uh, Glenn McCullough does as leader of the agency and out recruiting companies to come to the state of Mississippi and with, with employment and jobs and companies to helping companies that are already here and to Visit Mississippi where we are – our, our job is ultimately is to get more people to come to Mississippi, stay longer, and spend more money. That's a, right. kind of the one, two, three 
Now, with that, it comes a lot of opportunities and to promoting from large travel shows we host here in the state to uh, helping with golf fan trips to encouraging uh, family travel to assisting um, working with casinos and resort travel. And so so the, the portfolio is large and we're we're constantly working with all those different areas. And, Do you uh, notice I'm trying to dig into your personal life a little bit? <laughs> I know that you are. <laughs> to, I'm trying to find out how you are able to keep going and find balance. Because I think that's important. Uh, it's an important part of you that you're able to. And I think a lot of people would tilt sideways. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're able to do that. So with all you just said, which makes me dizzy, mm-hmm. how are you able to do that? I mean, is it an easy answer or you just go? I mean, is it a certain potion you drink in the morning or, you know, is it coffee? Is it, what is it? Well, one, I'm a single father. My daughter's 11 and uh, I have a great support group in my, my sisters and my mom and my family. And uh, she goes to a great school, Jackson Academy, and, and, I, and I'm a- able to trust in them when I do travel and uh, to help, help raise her. My, uh, my ability to, to keep going, it's not just in the job description, but it's in my DNA. That, that's just the way I am. I worked for four presidents. I worked for two presidents that traveled now extensively. Now we good stuff. Yeah. Where I've traveled 59 countries and 48 states and hundreds of political events. And, and those events are, you're only as good as your last event. And every event is A to Z, a checklist, and you either hit the home run or you go home. You live on that edge for years. And uh, whether it's not only working at the presidential level, but working at the governor level for their, their campaigns. And it, it, it's high level, high intensity. Uh, I like it. I like it. And I like to, it's very results driven. You see a lot of immediate results, or is it? Does it vary? In politics, it's immediate. You either win or you lose, and then once you once you win, it's you're serving how you're doing while you're serving. And and in tourism, it's very much uh, numbers driven. Uh, we you've shared our numbers on the show. We uh, we can talk about our numbers. I haven't and, shared them like I want to share yeah, them. We're going to share them yeah. today because they're amazing. In Mississippi, for our past three years, and that's that's what uh, it's how how we're judged and how how, how we serve. And that is uh, bottom line of getting more people to visit our state and spend more money and, and help our, our tourism product here in the state. We have such a, a, a great product to offer to our, our travelers from international to day trippers, to golfers, to, uh, to convention goers. We have such a unique portfolio to offer the tourist. And, and it really takes that, I think, uh, this is my eighth year to be director of tourism for the state under two governors. There isn't a a checklist of things to do from one day to the next. It might be administrative work for a week. And then like today, I, I was the last two days, I was, uh, I was in Starkville. We're um, kind of giving our State of the Union address to our industry on how we are, how we're doing, and, and then meeting with our Southern Tourism Society in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina this weekend, which is another Southern uh, marketing group that we're, that we're members of. Right. Going to um, later on this summer, we'll be going to Arizona and and Colorado with our U.S. travel organization that we're part of for the national tourism. Uh, we we all work for tourists to come to the United States, and then we all work harder to get those tourists to come to our region and to our state. So right. well, it's an ongoing, not just challenge, an opportunity to to promote our our states. I feel like my mission has been accomplished because I because anybody and everybody that's listening is going like, I need a break. I need to take a nap because that's how busy you are. We're talking to Craig Gray, director of Visit Mississippi. You are in a Mississippi minute, and we're going to be right back. 
It's easier than ever to hear Super Talk anywhere. Now you can get Super Talk Mississippi on Amazon Alexa devices. Just go to supertalk.fm slash Alexa to find out more. For news, politics, sports, and the good things happening in Mississippi, the conversation starts here. Check, check, one. Where's all my bio? In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back in a Mississippi minute, I'm Steve Azar. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Uh, we are with the director of Mississippi Visit Mississippi. Everything, all things do uh, to the fact of people coming to visit us uh, down here and uh, and leave their money and celebrate at the same time and go home and talk about it. Uh, we're with Craig Ray. Uh, sometimes I get tongue tied, and that was a moment, but. I'm just going to be honest with you. So, okay, Craig, I've, I've delved way into your personal life. I'm done now. I want to get to the numbers for a little bit. The numbers are crazy. All right, so I'm pulling them up right now. An estimated 23.15 million people visited destinations in Mississippi in 2017 alone. If you ask the, anybody on the street, I think they'd say 1 million or 2 million, not 23 million plus and spending $46 million more than the previous year, uh, generating $398.7 million to the state's general fund. When are we going to party? Is what I want to know. <laughs> okay. So everything you've been talking about, takes it leads us to this, right? You go and you prepare. It's like you're cooking a meal, and then you leave it, and, and our great people are working the visit centers, and they're working, you know, right? They're working in all these things. We're doing golf tournaments. We're doing music festivals. We're doing everything you possibly do. You put your stamp on it, you leave, and all of a sudden, here they come, right? What's, the, what's your challenges? Do you have enough money to make more money? I mean, like, tell me some challenges that you go through as far as just dealing with, you have a budget, right? Right. Uh, does, that affect your, does that affect us, your job, in any way? It's a huge part of our job, which is the marketing part and the advertising for, for our tourists. So that is, in this day and age, it's not just billboards or radio or right. TV. It's social media. It's digital. Uh, it's our welcome centers. It's it's this huge portfolio of where you can go to market the state. Yeah, people so, are looking down rather than up, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. So with that, you know, the funds that were appropriated uh, from the state uh, to MDA and to visit Mississippi, we use uh, in, in all those areas. And and so with that, um, and to include our international market international market and and not just the south but specifically mississippi is one of our true areas and potential of growth if you looked at these numbers that you've shared that was a 23.15 million travelers to the state of mississippi and 6.343 billion dollars were spent he's by saying those that without looking at any numbers i'm telling you right now he's just saying it and looking straight ahead in the microphone and i had to look with that, yeah, okay, I'm if you break that down also, last year, the international tourism industry in the United States was down 4%. We were up 1.6% in the state of Mississippi. And how do you translate that? How do you look into those numbers? Well, if you look at what's going on in the world right now and with the, do we have a, uh, a, a trade embargo over tourism? Are we not letting some countries in or not? You know, people travel every day and they make their decisions six months out. And so... Whether they're coming to the United States or not, or whether those numbers are down, people are still traveling. And, and many of those travelers came to the South 
and and you can see that by the increase in numbers. So international travelers that come to the South are repeat travelers for the most, or they've been in the United States four or five times and they visited Florida, Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, L.A., and then they come to the South, and then they come back to the South, and then they come back to the South. You're looking at New Orleans, Nashville, Atlanta, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. They're coming to the region and staying weeks at a time. Is it the warmth? Is it the people? Is it... What do you credit that to? You're yes. Just, and all your... All that. All of I, it, I mean, right? they, they come into this zone, the South, and they can land in New Orleans. They can land in Atlanta. They can land in Florida. And they're they're free to drive. I'd like to land in New Orleans right now yeah. with you right now. But anyway, good. <laughs> and they can travel within these states. Most international travelers will stay a week to two weeks, and they can right. travel freely amongst those states and and in between. And easy easy to get to these destinations. And it's a uh, the South is a region. There there's so many parts of the South that although we're a little bit different than Alabama, Louisiana, there there's a lot of the same. But we we have our unique products too from. We have gaming, we have music, we have a unique music culture, as you know. And, it's the best. And our cuisine in the Mississippi Gulf Coast and, and golf courses and, and wonderful resorts and great history here in Mississippi. And then you, you cross over the Mississippi River in Louisiana, you have New Orleans. And right. You cross over to Alabama, you go up to Nashville, Atlanta, you have some really great opportunities and easy to get to. So Easy drives. Yeah. You're exactly right. We're yeah. talking to Craig Gray, director of Visit Mississippi. Let's talk about for a second uh, our man. Uh, well, let's talk about Governor Bryant because he has made it. Well, I feel always feel challenged by him and the fact that he loves what I do for a living. He loves the arts. It's in his blood. He loves celebrating the fact that we are the birthplace of Missis- uh, of American music. And so do you. Uh, it's been a great marriage watching you guys uh, be just work together and all that. But working for him and just knowing that, that that's so important, that's got to make your job easier, right? Well, Governor Bryant is a – I work very hard, but he is a tireless worker. I mean, oh, yeah. he, and he is a great leader and and has been a great fan of tourism uh, as long as I've known him from back when he ran for lieutenant governor and worked on his campaign then to when he was governor and, and now a big, big supporter in all that we do. He loves to share and talk about our tourism numbers. We've had uh, great numbers in the last three years specifically. He to, gets so excited. Uh, to talk about the, right. the trend and the number of jobs, uh, oh, oh, over 87,500 jobs here in the state of Mississippi last year, direct tourism jobs. Not, and Say if you that had, again, 87,000. 87,335 direct jobs and another 37,000 indirect jobs. So that's 124,000 jobs for tourism in the state of mississippi that's it's a 12-year high right i mean now. that's incredible i mean fourth largest can, industry in the state and it's under your watch right now and under governor Bryant's watch and i think that those are the things that we do need to talk about i'm loving that we're getting to to let the people know now that that's what's going on here and i just think that's amazing okay so i'm looking at the three billion in total labor income for mississippians annually and what is that number that number um the annual payroll uh for direct jobs in the state of Mississippi is $1.91 billion. Travel and tourism is the fourth largest employer. Fourth largest in employer. In the entire state? 10.9% of the workforce travel and tourism. Unbelievable. You know, Mississippi's divided to me in five sections. We've talked about mm-hmm. this. I mean, you go to the Pines, you go to the Delta, you know, you go to the ocean, you, you know, you go to the hills, you know, and then you have Jackson, the mm-hmm. centerpiece of it all. Capital region. Yeah. Capital region. Okay. We all talk a little different. We act a little different. There's a little bit of difference with each section to me, but yet there's this common thread of just kindness. 
I mean, that's the one thing that I've always noticed. And I think it is a southerly thing, but I think it's more of a Mississippi thing than anything. And I'd argue that point because I've traveled the world and so have you. And uh, although people are friendly everywhere, it's amazing, you know, <laughs> especially when you're having hits, they're really friendly, you know, <laughs> when things are going well. But uh, but it's just amazing to come back home and to, and to feel it in the air. I'm trying to put my head around this because so many people talk about about the numbers, and this is this is proof right now that people are coming. I wish our music festival would grow quicker. You know, these are the things. You know, we had I think 22 countries represented at the Mighty Mississippi last year, and about 20 states. But there's not a hundred of them from each one. You know, right. there's two and there's six and there's twelve. And there's a group of twenty. You know, but uh, and I know. You know, in my mind, I see they're going and they're going to come call their friends and they're coming back. You know. Right. Not as easy to come from Norway back the next year, the Canary Islands or Australia or wherever, right? So how do you get re- repeat business? Take me. Can well, you tell our, that? Our, our number one, after all of our advertising each year, we, we, do, um, we do polling, we do research, we do study. You see these numbers that we, that we provide in-house. And, and every time our number one answer is the hospitality and the people that come here, once they come here and visit here for the first time, they come back. And so we are our best product, our hospitality. And so people that come to your festival have a great time, enjoy their time in Greenville and and the Delta, they come back, they have a great time. And so once if we can work hard to get those travelers to come here, to stop in, we we are a drive-in state. Last year alone at our 13 welcome centers, we had 2.4 million people stop at our welcome centers and engage with our employees our staff and and want to learn more about reservations hotels talking in different languages right? yeah and, and, and that's where that's our that's our gateway to all of our travelers and it doesn't count the other five million that came to the welcome centers that maybe didn't engage in conversation what? that that just were, were there to stop and either driving through the state or resting so and like 75 percent of every person of, of that 2.4 million that actually registered and engaged with our staff did something else. They said, what, what do you mean? They, by engaging in that conversation, they stopped one more place. They weren't just driving through, hey, stop oh, in this town or go right. to this festival, go to this restaurant. 75% that engaged with our staff. And so you can see that it's a true welcome center to learn more about the state and get travel guides and tour guides and find out what's happening. So it's, it's, it's very important to everything that we do. We are with Craig Ray. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Craig C. Ray. Mississippi being the birthplace of American music, I'm giving you a really tough one. This is all in the family. Tell me you want to hear a little R.L. Burnside or a little Cedric Burnside project. R.L. Burnside. All right, that's it. The man has spoken. Uh, We are in a Mississippi Minute. He is the director of Visit Mississippi. Let it ride. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve Azar on Facebook.com Steve Azar Live and listen to all my music. Steve Azar and Steve Azar and the King's Men wherever you download or stream. It's bad, you know. Feeling down? 
Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I got me a brand new car waiting in the driveway. Hey, I'm Steve Azar. You are back in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I like saying that. Uh, It takes us a minute to get all the information out, and we're not in a hurry like they are in big cities like New York. We just kind of lay and cruise. I'm with Craig Ray, the director of Visit Mississippi. Uh, He is my brother. We've become dear friends, and uh, I appreciate him stopping in to say hello. I'm talking way too much in this show. I want to get back to... so. Uh, river river boats in general. So in Greenville, Mississippi, the boat comes, they dock. They're looking for stuff to do. Jim Henson Museum, right? I, I've talked about the Muppets. I mean, to me, that anybody goes, so what's great about you guys? You can say the Muppets, and they cannot one-up you. You can't one-up the Muppets. It's right. over. And so, okay, so then you got the B.B. King Blues Museum, Club Ebony, the Grammy Museum, mm-hmm. uh, Highway 61 Blues Museum. What am I at Clarksdale, you've got the uh, the Delta Blues Museum. Delta Blues Museum. you got Ground Zero. Ground Zero. So you could literally, and then you go stay at Hobson's or, or either, right, or uh, uh, Shack Up Inn. And, right, so and got, most of these boat, um, boat excurs, excurs, excursions, yeah, uh, excursions, right. <laughs> um, are day trippers, you know, so they'll... Really? R- right, they're... Very few of those are overnight. So, so, so they'll come in, boats dock early in the morning. Where are they at, coming from? Memphis? Well, well, they start in, in New Orleans and go all the way up past St. Louis up to Minnesota, or they'll, they'll come from Memphis and back. But it's, it, it's that track from New Orleans all the way up, depending on the nature of the trip. But, but when you say day trippers, are you saying that they're coming no, no, and going I mean, home? No, 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 no. No, they're just here one day. Right, they're okay. just dropping off yeah, the boat, and then it. they go back to the boat. So, okay, so they're they're in the city of Natchez. They're so they're a they're, week maybe on the water. Right, right. Okay. But when they stop in their Mississippi towns, it's a full day. So they'll get off the Take boat at helicopter. seven. They'll do lunch, breakfast, dinner, and shop and and right. visit sites. And so um, we typically do not get the overnight stays. They they're spending the nights on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when we were doing uh, doing the record, I was really I was really annoyed because we were running out of time, and it ended up costing me. I had to reset up and do another whole week there. But some of the things that happened, though, that were we found our one of our keyboard players, because David Briggs, who played with Elvis all those years, <clears throat> fell in love with this one guy playing in the band while they served catfish at Club Ebony. We had to stop recording for about three hours and they came in and david got mesmerized by this one kid named jimmy lee jr and he just goes just looked at me waved me off next thing you know he's coming up and he's going like he's playing on the record this next record he gets him on the b3 and i go no 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 you know like come on we got stuff to do and that's how david just saw this incredible diamond in the rough you know and he said when i can't play he's your guy and when he started playing and they were playing together, there's a scene in the film when we when something in the water comes out in the next month, or the next couple months, uh, about the making, Chronicles are making of coming together, B.B. King's guys, Elvis's, Little Milton's me, and Club Ebony. So to, to back up a little bit there at my last record. So he, uh, it's like a love scene 
like they're forgetting to meet. And you're watching him go from B3 organ to piano and just the camera work and how they were feeding off each other. And there was no fixing. It, this happened. I mean, it was it was like watching the perfect dance. And, and two people that just met. And in the music business, that's what it's about, man. You get in there and make, you want to make music, boy, you got to jail immediately or you don't, you don't make great music. You make good music. So, uh, but these guys, they were all British. A lot of them were British speaking. So where do they come from? I mean, obviously, we know where they came from. Dumb right. question. But where did they dock? Where, they come to New Orleans? They fly into New Orleans? or The international traveler are very difficult to, to track. Right. Uh, because Mississippi truly doesn't have an international airport. We, we do. It says international, but as far as right. people being able to fly nonstop into Mississippi. So right. they're flying into Atlanta, flying into Memphis, New Orleans, Chicago, Dallas, and driving into the state. So most of most of our international travelers are landing and, and driving into the state, maybe some through Jackson, New Orleans, but many are getting rental cars and, and driving through the state of Mississippi. Okay. I am jumping to something here. I'm jumping all over the map, C-Ray. So visitors spent $6.34 billion while visiting Mississippi in the fiscal year of 2017, the second highest amount on record. That's amazing. Okay. So where did, the billion, where did that number come from? Versus the other numbers that we were looking at, I, I did share that number, but that's um, that six point three billion number is second to right before Hurricane Katrina. We were at six point four billion in expenditures, and right at uh, twenty four million visitors. So our, our our two numbers were right before Katrina, and we're getting very close to that to that time frame. So so that set us back very much. So with yes. people coming to well, the Mississippi Gulf Coast was closed, well, just right. literally closed. And right now, even then and now, the Mississippi Gulf Coast is a third of that number. So when you're taking out a third of our wow. business, and so they they have. Um, it was then and is now. So, How um, do you set your sights on that, knowing that you're dealing with uh, sort of a, an injured part of a body, right? You're looking at Mississippi as a body part, and they've torn their meniscus in and out plan right now. How do you juice up the rest of it to hold it up while, while the knee's healing, right? Well, so much of that was, one, focus on getting the coast recovered and, and open, not just from a tourism standpoint, but from the residents. You know, it's recovery from of a course. major hurricane. But also, it was advertising and promotion that the rest of the state is open for business and for travel and business and f- for tourism. So it was helping our, our partners on the coast just get their doors open, get their feet back on the ground before we can say that the coast is open. So mm-hmm. that's working, too, really helping the rest of the state uh, realize, like Tunica pick up, picked up a lot of business for, for the gamblers and the travelers and the gamers that still want to play that – not only right. Tunica, but the, the Mississippi River was, uh, Natchez and Vicksburg was very much affected by Hurricane Katrina as, as well. well. right. So, it came in on, right. So uh, Philadelphia and, and Tunica, from a gaming standpoint, were still open. They picked up a lot of business. But it was it was that, that perception of, yes, the rest the state is open for business and the Mississippi Gulf Coast is just recovering. So it took a while before you could completely roll that number out and say, we're back, we're ready for visitors, we're 100% back. I don't know if you'll ever be 100% back on the coast, but they're very darn close right now. Yeah, it's looking great. Yeah. Okay, so for when we were we were in Nashville at the time, and we would we would see at church a lot of times, uh, a lot of people in LSU, people moved. So obviously there were people, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people displaced. Uh, very much the word? so. Displaced, right? Displaced. And, um, and either seen like southern Mississippi, Jersey, as I remember seeing something about the Gulf Coast, you know, and they moved there. 
And I don't even know if they ever went back because this was this was over a period of years. Mm-hmm. Have we gained people versus losing them? I mean, we get are we back? I mean, what population wise do you know that, or is that in your territory? Or I think those numbers are still being developed. I think if you look on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, the homes that were if you just drive Highway 90 on the Mississippi Gulf Coast from start to finish, you see all the homes that were not rebuilt on on those empty plots of land, and then some that were rebuilt further back on the same lot. Um, some families that that moved that never came back but stayed in Mississippi moved moved in further north. But if you look at the the gaming and the travelers and the businesses that have come back to the state, we're doing real well. And uh, I don't have those exact numbers other than what I shared with you today. Right, and, well, and the recovery of of the tourists in the state and and the fact that the Mississippi Gulf Coast is again our our third largest um, partner in the state for. For their travel and tourism. That includes, you're talking Pascagoula, it's the 18 cities on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So that's like Jackson County, Harrison County, Hancock County, then George County, Stone County, those five. Right. And, and every, all the cities that are incorporated, that is the Mississippi Gulf Coast. What about like Keesler? We get visitors coming into Keesler a lot? We have a lot of military families that right. live there and, and, and how they not only live there and their kids go to the the schools there and families come in to visit. Yeah, it's it's it, it it's a big part of the economic and tourist uh, product on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We're talking to Craig Ray, and I've jumped off the beaten path once again, and that's what happens with me. So you guys by now have gotten to know me that uh, things don't go always according to plan, but they do in in Craig Ray's eyes. And I want to talk about what's coming up. One of our great events and opening that will be on April twenty seventh in Meridian is the Arts and Entertainment Center. This is a project that's being developed for 15 years, and we're really excited about the Arts and Entertainment Center. We'll be highlighting not just our our artists, our, our musicians, our artisans, all different famous people from Mississippi will be now represented. that's not the Raleigh Center. No, no, no. This is, is the Art, Arts, Arts and Center. Entertainment Center. Where is which that is located? Right down the street from the Raleigh Center. So you can go to Meridian and get out. You can and do go both. Out. You can do a show at the Raleigh Center, visit the Arts and Entertainment Center. It's a wonderful exhibit, museum, uh, great. Uh, they have a recording studio there. They have an outdoor wow. soundstage. And, it, and it's, a, it's a full museum for all of our musical heritage Characters, cuisines, famous chefs, famous everybody from Mississippi. So it's a That's really unbelievable, uh, fabulous place, and we're looking forward to having that open and, and and see how that fits. And you look at the Civil Rights Museum that's doing. We had hoped for 180,000 visitors this year. After two and a half months, we're at 110,000 visitors already. Already. So <clears throat> so we're looking for not only the opening of the Arts and Entertainment Center at the Civil Rights Museum. It's not even summer up, yet. It's not even summer yet. Yeah, and we've had horrible, really bad weather. So it's kept people indoors, cold, it's rainy and all that, and you've had, you're almost at your goal. That's right. And we haven't gotten started yet. It's prime time right now. Yeah, the Civil yeah. Rights Museum is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. We're with Craig Ray, a.k.a. C. Ray, for all his friends, and uh, PG, my point guard. Uh, we are in a Mississippi Minute. He is the director of Visit Mississippi. We're going to be right back. It's easy.
easier than ever to hear Super Talk anywhere. Now you can get Super Talk Mississippi on Amazon Alexa devices. Just go to supertalk.fm slash Alexa to find out more. For news, politics, sports, and the good things happening in Mississippi, the conversation starts here. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. We are on the very bottom side, and it's been that with me, especially because I've traveled all day. Uh, and I've made it back to my home in Mississippi. We're with Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi. We're going to talk about what's coming up. Um, I've, got some, I've got some duties ahead. We talked about Oxford. Start there. Well, first, before we go there, okay, I want to go to uh, things that are coming up Mississippi events. Uh, something very important, May 9th. Uh, uh, the week of May 9th is National Tourism Week. It's the 35th annual week where we, uh, our year that, that we and all 50 states celebrate National Tourism Week, where we use that week to highlight and celebrate how important tourism is to the country mm-hmm. and to our region and to our states. And so we, as we do each year, we, we select a different region of the state to go and have a press conference. We invite the governor to participate and, and other local dignitaries to to take to have a press conference really this year we have some great news to share some great numbers and talk about how important tourism is to the state and this year may 9th at the visitor center in vicksburg right overlooking the beautiful mighty mississippi river we will be having our national tourism day and steve azar our music ambassador for the great state of mississippi will be will be there to perform uh We've invited Governor Ryan to be there. I didn't, I didn't know this. I didn't and, know I was performing uh, until now. I MDOT, uh, local mayor, uh, Mayor Flags, and some other members of the industry and legislators to be there. And, and, and tourists, as they're traveling and stopping in, to we'll have food and beverage and reception and, and speakers and music and a, and a military flyover. And Miss Mississippi's going to be there. And, Unbelievable. But, but it's a day that we have to beat our chest and say how great that we are, what a great state we, we have and it. what we have to share with our tourists, share our numbers. And we'll do that all week long at our welcome centers and encourage every local community, every visitors bureau to participate with us. But our main selected day is May 9th. It's a, it's a Wednesday. And so for those of the listeners in the Vicksburg area, love for you to come by for that event from 10 to, to 1 o'clock that day. Quick story. We got kicked out of a club years ago called Miller's Steel because we eventually had too much gear. And the, the husband and wife's team name were Gene and Gene. I'll never forget it. It's part of my growing up. And they treated us so great and small place. But all of a sudden, we went from a van to two 30-foot trucks. And they go... No, no, no! You can't get all that in here. So, but they were really part of my upbringing and growing growing up. So I'm going to be excited. And obviously, grew up competing a lot against St. Al and and teams in Vicksburg. So uh, it's good to good to be on the uh, on the on the same side of the fence now. As I say, not competing, but celebrating together. So Vicksburg's a fantastic place. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got that coming up. Uh, what else is on our schedule? Just so you know, as the clock is running and we're working on this incredible interview. In the last 30 minutes, $360,000 has been spent in the state of Mississippi on tourism. How do we know that? 12000 a minute. It's 12000 a minute? I brought some Skittles a little while ago, but that didn't count at the airport, does it? No. Well, you break down I'm, the $6.343 billion and break it down to the day, to the hour, to the minute. 12000 what? 12000 a minute. Yes, right. So I'm thinking about a, a Mississippi Minute. There's 60 of them. Right. What's our value? But I can't think so that. So it should be $720,000. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Spend, that's the difference in the, me and you. Spend in the state of Mississippi. So, in an hour. 
That's right. So How that's is that a, possible? Well, it's you, you add gaming, golf, hotel, lodging, restaurants, uh, gasoline. Uh, I mean, that's everything that's being spent that comes into that number. So any town during lunch hour, and just think of all the, the dining and the restaurant opportunities, the business travelers that are in meetings and conferences. And, and you're so, able to separate the visitors versus the people that live here. That's right. It's amazing. Uh, you were asking me things that are up, up and coming. Yeah, so, yeah, so right after... Uh, National Tourism Week, which is, uh, again, the first week of May. Then we roll right into the last weekend of May and first week of June is the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. This is a festival that's going on three or four years that the state of Mississippi and about seven of our partners from around the state go to Atlanta. And it's a food tourism. It's cuisine where they allow the states to reserve and rent booths for three days. And people can buy tickets to come in. And visit each state's... Are they representing our food when we're there? Yes, they are. So what do we do, for instance? So, uh, cities of Starkville, uh, Oxford, Cleveland, Jackson, Hattiesburg, uh, Gulf Coast, I think Natchez. A lot of great chefs in those areas. And they're bringing their chefs with them. Yeah, So we're bringing five of our chefs with us where they will do cooking demos. And so when we're promoting tourism, food tourism, in all those areas... We also have our chefs there for demo, and it's an incredible new festival. It's very hot. It's in Atlanta, and so we we participate in that. that that's an immediate ROI. So we're we're really uh, exci- Wait, what is that now? Return on investment. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, ROI, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then we go that very next week, and you're familiar with this weekend is the Delta Soul event for a star named Steve Azar. We had the best time. (laughs) In Greenville, Mississippi. And that same weekend is the Elvis Festival, Homecoming Festival, and Elvis Tribute Artist, 20th anniversary. I'm always getting trumped. Always. In in Tupelo, but also even a bigger trump is the Chicago Blues Festival that same weekend. Now, now you're... Your main days are that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. And Chicago is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Elvis, I think, is all week long. Fantastic. I've been blessed to get to know you and spend an extra 60 minutes with you. I know you've got a race out. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, We can do it again and again and again to keep up, uh, but the work you're doing is incredible, and uh, I'm proud to be your music and culture ambassador for you and Governor Bryan. It's been a blessing and uh, just wonderful getting to know you. We've been with Craig Ray. See Ray when you see him. You see him out on the streets in Mississippi. He'll be there uh, talking all things great uh, Mississippi and bringing people to see us and visit us. You've been in a Mississippi Minute. Uh, You guys have a great day. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.